Jim, James, Tim. What's his name? I wrote it down. Jeff. <laughs> Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey this Lord show? <laughs> Lord, really? I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind of like a real guy. How are you supposed to be a strong, thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this? It is like a weak ejaculation. Jeff. Okay. <laughs> the Lord is the gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth. Oh, Jeffrey. If you don't love the Lord, you're effing F. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked just like a whore. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. Like, really, is this the level that you sunk to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey Lord. Boom, boom, boom. All right, I can't stop singing that tune, tune, tune on the Funky Town podcast. What tune are you saying? We haven't even played any tunes yet, and I've already got them in my head, swirling around, waiting to regurgitate the sounds into your ear holes. So I hope you're ready. It sounds lovely, doesn't it? So this is the Funky Town podcast. I am your host, Jeffrey Lord. We have lots of music coming up tonight. Um, we got some exciting things for you to learn about, things that you can do, things you can be involved in, you know, places to go, people to see, things to do. We got it all here. I would say only on the, on the, on the Funky Town podcast, but that's not true. There's probably other podcasts, you know, bringing you some of the information and bringing you some of the tunes and bringing you some of the people's butt. And I say this with a big old butt, like the big old butt. From the lady in the church choir, but we do it the funky way. We're Fort Worth's favorite podcast, right? I think that's what the sweeper says. So, I hope you're ready. We're going on a special trip tonight through the sounds of Dallas-Fort Worth music, and we're going to start off with a Dallas band. I think this band is super cool. One of the, It might be the very first band that I saw when we came out of COVID, was um the go gorillas went to go see the go gorillas there was a band that played after the go gorillas and they were called king clam i think you might be able to find them online king clam band but king clam had a couple of ladies and a couple of a couple of dudes throwing it down and i was like man this is my new favorite band and i was like well maybe it's just because you know covid's over and it's been a while since I've seen live music, and so I can't just fall in love with the first live music that I see after COVID, right? Wrong. I love this band. This band is great. I could not wait for them to come out with a song that I could play on the show, and finally it's happened. They've released a track to all streaming services, and it is called Roswell. And it is awesome, and you're going to love it. And we're going to rock it out right now. Roswell.
in a jalapeno's armpit. Keep it cool with the Funky Power Podcast. Your favorite Fort Worth Podcast. Picnic Lightning here on the Funky Town Podcast. Before that, we had King Clam with Roswell. All right, man, I got something big coming up for you guys here in a couple weeks. August 17th. August 17th. The eighth month, 17th day, 817 day. What? Fort Worth Day. Funky Town Podcast. Day of joy, day of celebration. It is Fort Worth Day, and there will be a Amplify 817 is doing a showcase, sorry, uh, doing a showcase on that day. So, whatever you call Fort Worth, you don't want to miss the 817 Day concert. They're ready to showcase some big love to the 817 with free admission to an amazing showcase of four dynamic Fort Worth musicians and bands, all compliments of your Fort Worth Public Library. So, the doors open up at 6 and the showcase starts at 7. 
So starting at 6 o'clock, the guests can get some merch. Printed threads will be on-site printing exclusive 817-day T-shirts for sale, benefiting the Fort Worth Library Foundation. You can explore unique artwork from the Fort Worth artists presented by Art Tooth and grab some concessions. So make sure you plan your evening. There's free general admission. Seating is first come, first served. Parking at Will Rogers is $15 per car and is paid to the parking attendants. If you like, um, if you need to eat, if you dine in Sundance Square or Long West 7th, ride an Amplify 817 Dash bus for $3. Drop off and pick up at the Lancaster Van Clyburn stop. So that's kind of cool. What else we got? Concessions and vendors will take cash or card. Photography is permitted during performances. No extended video recording is permitted, though. <clears throat> and then use these tags to show your support. Hashtag 817day or hashtag love817. So we're going to have the Cutthroat Finches are going to play. Um, Avery Burke is also playing. Ben C. Jones is playing. And Grant, G-R-4-N-T, Grant, is also playing. And so we're going to... On our show tonight, we're going to have a Grant song. Susie Ramone was all, man, you got to check out Grant. If you haven't heard it, it's really, really great. So I was like, all right, we'll check it out. It is really great. So we're going to play that on our show um, maybe in the next week or two before, if we have a chance, before the actual 817 day, we'll play um, Ben C. Jones and Avery Burke, maybe on the next podcast coming up. We've heard Cutthroat Finches a, couple, a few times. So... But they're going to kick off the evening with Grant, go to Ben C. Jones, Avery Burke, and then close it out with Cutthroat Finches. So it's going to be pretty cool and pretty awesome. So make sure you're there. Don't be square. Don't be staying at home. I know school is starting that Monday, but hey, I'm taking my kid, Zias, and my daughter, who just graduated. So taking my boy. It's like, hey, it's Wednesday. Had a good couple of days, first couple of days of school. Let's go see some live music. All right. So coming up now, we're going to have a new song called Skydive by Grant. And then after that, another band that Susie Ramone is like, you have to check out, Matthew and the Arrogant Sea. We're going to have a song by them called DFK. And then we're going to have Panther City Riot's Monkey Town Sound. And then after that, we're going to come back and I'm going to do an interview. Who with? I'll just stick around and find out. Well, look, this isn't live. So as soon as you see the Facebook page, you'll be like, oh, he interviewed Dustin from the Jerry Jonestown Massacre. So... Coming up next, we got Dustin. But right now, we got Grant on the Funky Town Podcast. I was on the west side when you raised by. Put me in my place, I thought was cloud nine, took a skydive. No way to go back, you know, time flies. Try to cut my wings, now I'm sky You be there, my baby, to make sure life falls crazy. One bottle to chase us, we made our Exactly where it's going There's a little less time in the 
just the dumb fuck kids who lit the match and got it going. Lit up and pissed about the state of things. And you can't really blame them. We'd have done the same
Is this Dustin Snyder? Why, this is him. How are you? Good. This is Jeffrey Lord from the Funky Town Podcast out of Fort Worth, USA. Okay, so you're not calling me about uh, my warranty expiring on my vehicle? No, I don't care about your warranty. Okay, and I don't need to donate any uh, blood or clothing to any organization this week? Uh, You can donate money if you want. Send that to FunkyTownPodcast at gmail.com. Is that your Patreon? No, no. I got a, what do I have? A PayPal under Jeffrey Worm, I think, somewhere. 
what if it's full of cash somewhere? I mean, come on. Well, I think if you like send money to Jeffrey, I'll tell you what, everybody just try to send money to at Jeffrey Worm. You know, like go to your PayPal and just do at Jeffrey Worm and just send like 10 bucks and see what happens. That's what I would do. Yeah. If everybody sent 10 bucks just to see and make sure it works, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I'm curious to see what, to see what happens. Yeah. So, hey, man, are you doing all right? I'm doing all right, I guess. Yeah. It's been a little while. Has said, yeah, it's Sunday. Yeah. It is Sunday. Did you do anything exciting? I, no, not really. I, I, I had a, a, a momentary panic attack, I guess you could say. Oh, no. In my world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you ever get those... You ever have those days where you like get so stressed out on things or about things that it just kills all momentum you have? You just end up not doing anything, not wanting to do anything. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah. Go to bed. Take well, I didn't go to bed. I just didn't leave the house. It's weird. No, it's very, very weird. It's it's the kind of thing where it's like, you know, it's the whole, I don't remember, it, maybe it's it's an Einstein rule or whatever, but it's the bodies at rest, stay at rest, bodies in motion, stay in motion, you know? So once you get so stressed and I discourage where you just stop, it's just hard to start. You know, if if, if you can get going, you'd be okay. You just, no. you'll keep, it's hard to get going once you stop. I've lost you. you oh, you lost me? Oh, I don't hear him. You there? Hello? Oh, son of a bitch. All right. Here, we'll just call him right back. Let's see what happens if we call back. Are you there? Oh, hello? Hello. Hello. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh. Hello. Oh, and he's gone again. So, a couple of things I was going to talk about when I do get a hold of him. Um, it's the nine-year anniversary of the Jerry Jonestown massacre coming up on two on Tuesday. Nine years on Tuesday. If you don't know, Dustin's also an Uncle Toasty, so I wanted to talk about the upcoming Uncle Toasty show. And um, a couple other things. So hopefully we'll, we can get the kinks figured out here. If not, then whatever. We'll figure it out. Let's see what happens if we call him again. Okay. Man, I can hear all kinds of noise, but I don't hear you. Hello? Can you hear me? Oh. Hello? Hey, there you are. Wait a second. You're loud There's now. something weird happening here. Of course, this has to happen right now, right? Uh-huh. Oh, it's okay. But yeah, no, when I call, it's like, and you answer, I can hear the, the background noise. I just don't hear your voice. But you can hear me now. I can, yeah, I, uh, obviously, I can hear you now. I think my laptop was trying to pick it up or trying to switch the audio over to it. Oh, maybe, you know. Earlier, I was having a hard time with mine because I plugged my phone into my laptop, and it, and then all of a sudden, um, Dropbox started like downloading all the photos off this phone. 
to back them up or whatever. And I was like, dang it. And I couldn't get it to pause. And my garage band stepped crashing. <laughs> so, yeah, I was having, I had to plug it into the, plug my phone into the wall instead to charge it. But you're there still, right? Yes, I'm still here. Okay. Now, I mean, this is one of the, so it's like I haven't done, I don't think any podcast in the last at least month, right? Maybe six weeks. I don't know. Last one I did was Thomas right before their last show. So it's been since then. But uh, I, I thought both y'all canceled each other out because <laughs> I think we, we kind of he did. hasn't done a show either. And I'm only doing this one because Knucklehead Andrew Turner had to have us out and now get us involved in something. I'm like, damn it. Now I actually have to do a podcast because we got to be involved with him or whatever. But. Well, it's not like a gun was held to your head. No, I know, but I like the dude, man, and I think he does a good show. Um, He's a good dude. I think. He, I, I think he. Um, yeah, I, I. I don't know. It's just like I relate to him or whatever. I feel a kinship, um, just the way he does his show and his love for the city. And he goes after like a lot of people that I never even thought about, but they're all like the best that Fort Worth has to offer from every walk of life, or whatever. It's really great, and so. I want to support him and, um, you know, and well, he still has, it's like you and I were talking about at the uh, little function he had the other day. Um, he still has ambition and goal and drive where as you and I have been doing this for now nine years and (laughs) have no ambition or goal anymore. We're just doing our show and Hey, who wants to come on? Who wants to hang out? Who wants to do this? Who wants to do that? Yeah. We're not trying to in, be uh, innovative anymore with podcasts. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Now, I think, um, yeah, I've kind of, I still, I don't know. It's like, I never had the same drive that he has. Like, he's he's really working hard to get sponsors. Now, you, you guys went that path and stuff, but I never asked anybody at any point to sponsor the show or in, in anything. And it wasn't for any, um, like, really good reason as far as, like, you know, like I'm, I don't know, like some, uh, <laughs> you know, I just didn't want to, I, I'm, I'm nervous that way. And I don't really like to ask people for stuff and whatever, you know, I just wanted to kind of come on and just do a and, show and hope, hope, hope people you, you listen to it. I wasn't really trying to, if I liked somebody, I'll talk about them. You don't, you don't have to pay me to do it, you know? Yeah. I thought, um, I wanted to, I want to get him in here cause I want to tease him a little bit because, uh, one of the emails he sent was like, you know, if you want to be on, I guess his hundredth episode, the show is going to have a t-shirt or he's going to be handing out t-shirts. Oh yeah. You can get a sponsorship. And if it. you want, if you want to be a sponsor on it and if you want to be, or if you just want your name on it, it's two different uh, number values. Yeah. And I said, they're thinking, I was like, well, our logo has been on a ton of stuff and I've never paid for it ever. This is the first time I've ever had someone say, hey, if you want to be on a T-shirt, you're going to have to pay this much. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, but if, if it works for him, then, you know. If I, it works, but. Yeah, I, think but only, I, I think I've only had mine on one shirt. I, I would figure it. that, you know, just us talking about the show is enough for uh, to pay for it, you know. That's Maybe, the way yeah, it's always yeah. worked out. It's like, oh, yeah, y'all are going to be talking about the show. Y'all are going to be talking about this event. Y'all are going to be talking about this um, concert. Or, you know, we were all on the, uh, what were those? Those Fort Worth Rock Assemblies? We always yeah. sponsored those and talked those up. And 
uh, all the do for it shows. So our names were all over those banners and all the South by Southwest shows we were part of our names were on those banners. So it was just kind of like an even payout thing. And that's the way I always saw it was, it was just trade for trade. I never wanted to go after money really. Yeah. I, um, and I guess it's, I, I guess it's, um, I guess it depends on how you look at it. Cause you can say that, um, that what I do is a value, you know, this is valuable to people. People will listen to this and be like, Oh, I didn't even think about going to that thing. Or I didn't think about checking out this band or I didn't think about, you know, whatever. And, and because I heard it on this show, maybe I'm more influenced to do, you know, to, to, to do so. So there is value to what we do. Um, and so if you just give it away for free, then it's, it's almost like you don't recognize your own value. There, there can be that argument there that you should ask for some sort of compensation for, for this kind of work. Yeah. And I've been yelled at for that. But if you go by the way, the, like the scale is for modern radio, you know, just talking about someone for a little bit on the air or doing a little ad for their event, you know, that's, that's worth money. It, it's worth money, and it would actually be, considering your name's just going to show up on a T-shirt or a banner, I think it's kind of off balance. There should be more money going towards the people that are talking about you then. Right, right. Than what, than what these sponsorships are. Because, I, I mean, sponsorships in the past have been like two, 300 bucks, and is, is what they wanted. And I was like, well... We're going to talk about you guys for like two months leading up to the event. I'm not going to give you two or three hundred bucks. Sorry. If you want our audience, and it's a, we have a large audience, and I can show you the numbers to prove it. Um, you know, it, it should kind of pay out. You know, even out, and it, you should actually be paying us for it. But I'm not. That's not why I started all this up. But right. now I think I'm going to change. I think in this year <laughs> nine, I think this is the time to change it up and to become, uh, to make this thing a, uh, a, a exit strategy for, to retire to. Right. Right. Now, it would nine be, years into it. Let's do it. <laughs> it would be cool if, if this was your job, you know, but, uh, I would have to do, there's so much more that I would, that I would have, that I would feel obligated to do if podcasting was my job. One that would have to be at least multiple shows a week. You can't just. Do oh yeah, show, that's you know? totally. You can't do just one show. And then you have to go to all these events and do all these things, and it'd be way more work than probably your current well, job is now, and you probably wouldn't make any more. But then you have time. You also have time. You know, trying to work this show and get it ready and prep it around a regular work schedule and technically around two jobs that I have is kind of a pain in the butt. But if you weren't working one of those jobs and could just dedicate it all to podcasting, man, you can actually go out and sit down and have interviews with big time people at their offices during their work day, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. No, you during do. their work day, pre-record it and be good to go. And then piece it together. And piece it together, have a few days. You know, you could hit a ton of people here locally and be on other people's show. I think, you know, I know there's a lot of people that do their shows during the day also, not at night or not on the weekends like we do. Mm -hmm. And I've actually had people turn us down because of our schedule. Because it's on a Tuesday night. I've had a lot of people. Yeah. It's on a Tuesday night. We put it on a Tuesday night to kind of keep it out of the way of everything. 
because we were doing Sunday nights and that didn't work out just for all sorts of reasons. But then Tuesday nights were like, nobody's going to be gigging on a Tuesday night. You know, no one's going to be doing this, but we can't get people that work in the press industry, say for the Fort Worth Weekly or the Star Telegram. Well, basically the Fort Worth Weekly or the Dallas Observer, that's their hot night. That's when they got to get everything ready to go to press. So they're doing all their final yeah, editing yeah, and yeah. everything. So we can't get them on. And it's, it's kind of blocked us, but if we had, if this was a full-time job and we had a real studio, we could either have people to it or go out to their place and sit down and just do a quick little, you know, 30 minute recording. But anytime you say, Hey, let's, let's sit down and talk for 10 or 15 minutes. It turns into an hour. Right. Easily. It does. And that's what, so, like I think, um, I don't want to talk too much about it about andrew turner but yeah i think he edits a lot of his stuff down and like he still has like an hour but i think he might like record for like close to two and then like edit it down to to to, to, to an hour and i'm like that's too much work and to me i think about i've always liked just the regular the just humanness of the errors and the way the conversation goes and the train of thoughts and the uhs and the the spaces and i like all that it makes it very real like you're really there listening to a conversation there used to be a, a podcaster that we well that we all know that used to like edit out all the spaces. He had an algorithm that would go in and edit out all the spaces in his show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it sounded like he was on cocaine. Yeah, it was insane. It did not sound like a real conversation, and it hurt. It like not physically hurt, but it was just like right. this is too weird for me to listen to. It's too all over the place. Yeah. There are people, yeah, that, that I think still use those kind of those kind of programs, and even like the noise compressors, where you can, whenever they talk, it's really quiet. But as soon or, you know, it takes all this, whoosh, it gets quiet, and then they yeah. stop talking and it gets big again or whatever. I don't like any of that. So I like it just be like a regular smooth, whatever the sound is. I want it just to be the same the whole time. It, there can be noise in the background. It just has to be kind of even. I I like I like a little bit of compression. I like a little bit of. Uh of noise gate but if you abuse it to where it like you can really tell that it's being used it kind of sucks i'm with you yeah it sucks so makes it feel unnatural so let's do like a let's walk down memory lane for, for a second so i remember when i started doing the podcast you guys had already started but i didn't realize that and i was looking i had that i don't know why it was so hard back then to find other shows you know and so i'm like going on to like um, iTunes at the time and typing in like Fort Worth music or Fort Worth podcast or not really coming up with anything somehow managed to come across um, the gentleman you were just talking about show um, and started listening to, to, to it. And then he had mentioned, he just started listening to your guys' show. And it's like, Oh yeah, these, these guys are, you know, kind of wild and crazy and they're, out of Fort Worth or whatever. And I was like, what? Okay, well, this is cool. And I think I had done a handful of shows, you know, maybe, I don't even know how many, but it wasn't many. Um, and then I listened to your guys' show and I was like, oh, okay. And that was like, it was you and Stubbs, obviously. And then Seth was there and y'all had Will. That was the first original group, right? Uh, Will came in about, I was looking at everything today. Um, Will came in 
I think about 30 episodes in. Okay. Cause that helps. So, and that may have been, that may not have been 30 weeks. Cause I think there's a couple of double weeks in there where we did two shows. Cause we were just getting started. Uh-huh. Um, he came so back we from, were, when I, I think when I first heard him, he came back from somewhere. He went to China or Alaska or he went somewhere. He went to Alaska. He went to Alaska. And he came in griping about Chinese tourists that's and how weird was. they are. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I remember those two things or whatever. Because like the very first time I heard him, I was like, I don't think I like this guy that much. But then when I met Will, I was like, oh, he looks just like Bradley Cooper, <laughs> which is so odd. <laughs> and I like him. It, Will's cool, you know. Will turn that happened a lot at bars. He really does. Funny. I mean, like uncanny, uncanny. It's crazy. I would eat that up, man. I would just be like, I would pretend like I would see him all the time. That look, dude, don't don't say nothing. Shh, just keep Hell. it on the download. You know. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So funny, but um, yeah. So, so eventually, are... um, well, I won't talk about all the different producers and stuff you went through, but yeah, I listened to it a few times. You guys were a little, um. Because you're a comedy podcast, a bar room, just like we're a bunch of dudes sitting in a bar drinking and having bar room talk. And so it was a little more than blue, but I was like, okay, I liked it, but I wasn't really sure, you know, how much a lot of people um, that listen to my podcast were going to like it, you know, because I always like to think of myself that I'm going after like the sensitive people, the poets and the artists or whatever. And I don't know if they're going to like all these cock jokes and <laughs> whatever. And so what was funny was the I had listened to a couple of your episodes, but the one that made me laugh the most was um, it was kind of like right there where all of us were getting to know each other and realizing we were all around. And I think it was like the second or third episode of New Year's was when did you have I think it was Daniel Katsuk in, in and you were telling him about us. And what the show was about and how crazy it was. Was it him? I know it wasn't your No, I don't think it was him. I think your it was preacher. I think it was Peter Lufkin. I think that's who it was. It was yeah. Peter Lufkin. Yeah, that's it. And, and it was, he was like, I don't know about all that, but I'm sitting in DFW airport fixing to fly to Ireland, laughing my ass off. Because, I'm just dying laughing. Yeah, because I think I was trying to tell him a story about you guys going to the old pancake south or the the old south pancake house at like three o'clock in the morning and uh-huh. some very um uncomfortable things to talk about went on publicly in this booth. like the backseat of a volkswagen yes <laughs> you know <laughs> so I'm trying to, yeah so it was really hard to um explain. but no it's cool and then it wasn't shortly after that um you guys had your one year anniversary so you guys have been doing it a while when i met you and even you know like I, yeah i mean i think i when i had started you'd already been doing it a while not not a year but for at least six months or so you know and then i started so, doing it and then that's when we went to the one year anniversary at shipping and receiving the only show that i have that i've never been on out of all of them we've done is show 43 42 or 43 and um, I was looking that up today for the for our show notes for this week. Um, yeah, because it was forty two. Um, and that's when you were because I was in Ireland. Yeah, that's when I went to Ireland, and so that would have been the time period. It would have been you know around forty two weeks of us being into it. Okay, sure. So that makes sense. Almost a year. 
And then we had our, I'm looking at the poster now for the, our one year anniversary party. And that was on September 27th. So that's actually, what is this, August, September, two year, two months after our one year anniversary party. Right. Or, after your one year anniversary. Uh, yeah. For the show. Yeah. Cause um, my influence is there because you had, didn't I happy and play or, or at least. Yep. Rebecca. I played. Happy no, played. it was. It was her and Zach played together, right? Yeah, and so yeah, it's both of them. Yeah, and so that was I was like, ah, that's my little influence on the one year anniversary. So I know that I was involved with you guys there because they played that. You know, they were part of it. Now that's when Diana came. You know, Lady Lord came, and um, we invited Peter Lufkin as um, as well, and we were sitting there watching. And whenever Henry the Archer came out and played, both of them were like, "Who's this again?" And they fell in love with with that that band and to this day they're huge fans of you know and we're big fans of Richard I mean he's a family friend now and stuff but that all started because of that one year anniversary show that's the first show that I saw him play that's that's the first show that she saw him play and she I mean now it's it's still her ringtone that why can't you hear me when her phone rings that's goes off um you know so that's because of that 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 one year anniversary show that show was freaking fantastic, and they did a great job. That whole setup was all Waking Alice had been playing Dallas a lot, mm-hmm. and we had met Russ through there, um, through some of the shows and stuff through over there. But uh, the Confounded had kind of been playing around, but hadn't been playing around, you know, a lot. And then I Happy Am, of course which is your influence because we just, when we heard them on your show, dug the hell out of them mm-hmm. and loved what they were doing, that it was just the two of them doing these awesome songs and then making these craziest videos online that were funny. And then uh, Henry the Archer, I had met Richard probably about six months before that. Um, something like y'all through, shared a barber or something? Yeah, our our barber hairstylist whatever was the uh is the same person and uh chris who's the hairstylist uh told richard about me and richard reached out he needed photo work they, he had just moved down here and the band had just gotten together and they needed a photographer so i sent him over my little uh my little pamphlet i, I give to bands when we do photo shoots and stuff and he Loved it. He's like, this is the funniest damn thing I've ever heard, but it's all true. Because it is. It's, it's stuff in there like, you're promoting your own band in, your own, in these photos. Why are you going to wear another band shirt? That's stupid. Don't promote another band. Promote yourself. You know, don't show up wearing, you know, an Iron Maiden shirt. That's dumb. They don't need promotion. You right. know, unless it's stuff a, like that. Unless it's another local band, then it makes you kind of cool because you're supporting your buddies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That that's all right, but like we, it's basically you know big band stuff. People that would show up in ACDC shirts or Metallica shirts, and you're like, "What are you doing? Change your shirt! Come on!" That band doesn't need promotion. You do. Neat. Right. You listen to them. You like them. Whatever. So does nine million other people. Who cares? But um, he loved it. He loved my little packet I had that I give out the band. So then uh, we talked quite a bit on the phone, and then we went out and did a photo shoot. And when we were at that photo shoot, it's like, hey, you wanna, you wanna come on the show and promote the band and stuff, you know, since you're all new into town and just getting going. And then I was like, and we also got this thing coming up here in a couple of months. You wanna play it? <laughs> like, hell yeah! All right. 
and uh, yeah, it was. It all worked out. It was good. It yeah. was all just. Uh, that was a really really fun night. Really really fun night. And then you haven't had. And one we used since. to have. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. You've, we well, had, you've, you've we, had shows, but no, like, had, and, and you've had birthday shows and stuff, but you had no show anniversary shows, right? You haven't didn't do like a two year, three year, four year. We did. Um, the one that we had, the very last one we did was uh, that we actually uh, cared about. I guess you'd say, you know, had our had the JJTM name on it was uh the one that was shared in uh mine and Susie's little chat group the other day the anniversary of it and it was a jjtm presents at lola's with um convoy and the cattlemen mean motor scooter oh yeah, yeah. uh the phantom sensation i think there was there someone else was it yeah, I just saw. Yeah, I remember you showed that. Who was on there? It was Phantom Sensation, Convoy and the Cattlemen. It wasn't the Me Thinks. No, we had the Me Thinks in a bunch. Maybe it was the Me Thinks. Was it the Me Thinks? I don't remember. Um, but there, there were a lot of. There's a lot of bad juju that happened with that show. Oh, and yeah. kind of pissed us off. Um, with one of the bands, there's a lot of weird shit that happened. And we uh, were like, man, this is too much of a headache to do this. You know, if someone wants to put together a show and then wants us to promote it and support it, you know, we can do that, but I'm not going to go, I'm not going to build these shows out or try to, you know, have our little JJTM camp, um, try to put these together anymore because it's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> So do I don't you, want to deal with this shit. So, um, do you have any f- guests that you're the most proud of that you've done over the year? Like, like you guys interviewed KMFDM. Would that be like the yes. biggest or the most thing that, that you're most proud of? Or is there other ones that? Um, Kalichi Burnout was the other band. I couldn't think of it. They just hit me. Kalichi Burnout. Oh, okay. Um. So Tim Dillon came into town and. This is just like a year and a half ago, two years. Yeah. He's a huge comedian, yeah. giant. That's and it's taken off because he's just funny. And I got to run around the entire weekend with him doing all sorts of stuff. And um, that was a good time. Um, starting out, you know, getting some of the – we didn't know. We knew quite a few people in the music scene, but there was a lot that – were kind of standoffish to us in a way because you know you don't know how they are you see these people play they're all in metal bands so you think everybody's evil and they eat the souls of children and stuff uh-huh. so you don't know you know we had seen uh um house harkonnen for years i had talked to him a couple times but had never like really sat down and talked to him and gotten to know him um so that was kind of a big deal, but getting Duel in here right after they released their first record was amazing. Um, and getting uh, Pinkish Black in here. Mm-hmm. And that show, that first show that we had uh, both of them in, and how heavy that show got, just what we were talking about was amazing. It was one of my favorite shows. 
and then um, getting uh, uh, Peter Thomas from Slow Roosevelt in here and having a serious uh, talk with him about uh, suicide prevention. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. And awareness. um, That will always stand out as a huge landmark show uh, for us because it was just, it was super serious. And that at that time there was a man, it was just like there for about a month, like three or four people just, you know, took their own lives over in, in the music scene over in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it was cool having him and, uh, just talking to him as in his professional role and not, as the front man of slow Roosevelt and, you know, screaming knowledge at us for, since I was a little kid in that band Mm -hmm. (laughs) and loved them. I liked them too. No, that was a good Uh, show. Chris Ryan was fun. He's always fun. Anytime he comes over and hangs out. Oh yeah. What is that? Oh, dang it. I forgot. I don't know. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. Oh, I was hoping he would say no. That's one of my, um, my little sweeps. I want to mute that channel. I want to mute this channel. <laughs> and mute that channel. Just in case anything else comes up. But Matt was good. Uh, Stubbs is, you know, close friends with Chris Ryan. And because uh, I've worked with him at the radio station at the Eagle all those years ago. And um, so getting Chris Ryan in here and hanging out with him was, was a lot of fun. Because, you know, I had never met him. But his he's you know, he's got one of those voices that have lived in my head forever. Yeah. No, I, I think it'd be cool if y'all got Cindy Skull in too. That's but that's kind of the would, same. You know, they're kind of that same time period. I would and, love to. Yeah. Is she doing anything? That would be awesome. I don't know. You man, I don't really it's know. like I still love Sybil and she's on K Love, ninety eight point seven. She does like an afternoon show yeah, on she ran around. Yeah, and I will turn over to her um, every now and again. <laughs> I wonder if Dangerous Darren still lives here because he he worked he does stuff for Sirius. Oh, I haven't heard of him Sirius in a long XM. Time. Yeah, and he do, he does all the like the hair metal channel on there, and you can hear him at nights being the DJ on those. But I think he does all those Sirius XM guys can do it from wherever. You know, they don't have to be in a studio. And you also had on. Um, did you have on Jake from the Ticket? We had Jake on from the Ticket. That was odd. It's fun. It was it was, it was odd, but it was fun. You know, um, it, yeah, it, it was really cool just because I listened to him all the time. And at the point at that time, he was still, I guess, quote tier three. He wasn't an afternoon host yet. Yeah, I don't know if you'll ever be able to get him now that he's an afternoon host. We've emailed back and forth and exchanged stuff, and um, having a kid kind of killed it. The whole COVID thing, like he was going to come back around. And we were lining up to do a show, but it was just you get COVID Danny. screwed everything up. You should get Danny uh, the on. kid. Try to get Danny on. I, I'd love to. I mean, because he owns a couple of yeah. I mean, he owns Twilight Bar, the the Twilight Bar. What's it called? Twilight Lounge. Yeah. I mean, he, I'd love to. You know, so I mean, you could talk about him owning that, and it's also all the local music being in Sorta and being in the the soul band he was just in. What what are they called the Bastards of Soul. Yeah, the Bastards of Soul. You know, that would be a, um, that'd be a good one. 
So with that in mind, dude, is there any looking like, at this wall is, of all the crap we've had? Oh, on here. dude, it's incredible. So I don't want to ask you too much because I'm sure that you're going to cover a lot of this on on Tuesday. You'll probably talk about your favorite guest. Probably not. You don't think so? You don't think it'll, 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 it'll probably just be another show like normal. Uh, That's need, the way it's lining up to be. So uh, you should. Talk I, about I don't know which is which is more. Uh, which would be more of a of a milestone in your mind? So we have the. Nine-year anniversary this week, but then we have our 500th episode in October. Oh, uh, so you want to like you don't want to like go too big, too much or whatever. That's what I'm thinking because the 500th episode just happens to coincide with a huge show at Lola's, right? So I don't know if I want to. I mean, I don't know the show, but know, I, but I got the hints, so I know at least one of the bands that are going to be part of the show. And you said to make sure everybody marks their calendar October 29th to make sure you're you're at Lola's. This is probably. Well, like you want me to break it? You want me to break it to you first? No, I can tell you some of the info. I can tell you two of the bands. Well, I know one of them is um, we were talking about earlier. We are we already mentioned once in the show. Okay. But I don't know the other one. The other band is a band that hasn't played in a while, and this will be their first show back, probably. Um, little metal five-piece out of Denton. That uh, maybe I play bass in. Maybe uh, I don't play bass in them. Maybe I do. Cradle of Filth. No, they're not from Denton. No. Entombed. That's uh, only one word. Uh, um, uh, I got gotcha. you. Not Ox Combine. Who are they? I just looked at their name. I just can't remember. Oh, shit. Never mind. No, that's cool. No, Orcanaut. Orcanaut. Right. <laughs> no, it's not Orcanaut. MC 900 Foot Jesus. Dude, wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. He supposedly did something at Lola's like two years ago. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Um. All right. So um, you are playing in Uncle Toasty still. So you'll have a show coming right. up in Lul- in Lula's at Tulips here coming up pretty soon, yes. right? Big show with the Hickoids mm-hmm. and the Dangits mm-hmm. and Cliffs. Um, if you haven't heard or seen Cliffs, go catch up on them. That's a cool ass band. Yeah, I'll check them out. Um, the Hickoids and are label mates on the Sawstex record label. Yeah. And they are coming up from Austin uh, to play that show. And then uh, the Dangits, well, I mean, that's just Fort Worth royalty just about there, right? Yeah. The Dangits. No, so. this is going to be a great show. It's going to be fun, fun. I'm, I'm excited about that one. And then we have uh, another show that is going to be at Growl. It's a punk rock festival. Huh, that's cool. With... The Skate Migs, the legendary thrasher band, skateboard band from Austin, Houston area. Mm, how cool! So, kind of excited about that. Are too. they going to have like any any skaters up there, like like ramps or anything with any kind of, or is it just a I have, music show? I have no idea because it's kind of a big bill. I don't even know who's all on it. Um, I'm just kind of excited to be playing with them because that's a band I used to listen to when skating um, when I was in junior high, yeah. high school, and dug the hell out of them. So 
it'll be fun. Um, the band is made up of some DFW royalty. Um, I don't, I, I have to go look at this lineup and see if it's still the same, but like Casey Orr plays with them and he's been in everything from Guar to toadies. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. It's going to be a cool show. It's going to be yeah. fun. Yeah, so everybody can follow Uncle Toasty on all the socials to keep up yep. with that. The Spectacle Records should be out before the end of the year, fingers crossed. Nice. Um, it's being mixed right now and then off to production. I don't know if we're doing vinyl or not, so that may delay it a little bit. But um, I'm excited about that because this is taking forever in a day. Yeah, it has been a while. All through COVID but and everything, yeah. COVID killed it. Then we swapped drummers. That kind of killed it. But um, the show on um, at Lola's, you'll get to hear most of that record um, played live. I think. I got something from um, from Jeff, but I can't play it. Am, am I messages but apparently it was a cover um yes of the meat as it's uncle toasty doing loud and sucky by the me thinks yes so do you have this i do have this i do have it in my email i do yes <laughs> maybe you can send it to me because he, he just put it in the in the chat and i keep it in play but it just won't it just it won't play and the, when he sent it to me the first time he sent it through our chat too. And apparently I guess anybody that uses an iPhone is having issues listening to it. Okay. That's what it is. I have an iPhone through the, the Facebook player is screwed up and not being friendly for iPhone users. I even tried it on my computer, but it's a, a Mac computer. So it's, yeah, thing. I don't know. It's even not working, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty righteous. Be cool. There's a plan behind that. Yeah, because if um, if you can send it to me, I can I'll close the show with it. I had three songs planned, but I think I may keep them for next week's um, deal because we're already like at an hour. But I could play since I have you on, and we're talking about Uncle Toasty and the Me Thanks, and I could just throw this at the end of the show. And I don't think he'll mind. Because, I never because he put on on a uh, Facebook asking if people what people thought about it. So Jeff must not mind it being public. No, uh, I guess not. He did. I guess whoever got sent out. There's a there's a funny story behind it, um, and I'll tell you when we're not recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. The, uh, um, but yeah, the I can send it over to you. I mean, why the hell not? Yeah, right on. Yeah, because I'll close the show with, with that. And so, so all right, and um, yeah, just but just so everybody is is aware. Um, I know that like me, you and Susie um, are going to be part of the Fort Worth roots. They're having um, a scavenger hunt thing where a bunch of different podcasts are given a, a letter and we're all supposed yes. to tell our, our letter and then you put it together and whatever. So, but we're going to be part of that. And so mine's not on, on this show. It, it'll, it, cause it doesn't happen until September. So it'll probably be on like one of the other shows coming up, but that's something that everybody needs to look out for and listen to. And it's going to be kind of cool. Cause there is like, I think ten different band or ten different podcasts that are d- doing it, 
And I only know about five of them. So there's five of them that I get to listen to that I've never heard before. So I'm doing an experiment. I was doing this before all this uh, thing came up with Andrew. Is I'm, I'm listening to every local podcast I can find mm-hmm. that's in the Fort Worth area. Okay. And or in the Tarrant County, you know, claims Fort Worth in their bio or whatever. And I'm listening to them all. And I am going to break them down and talk about them and rate them. <laughs> okay. Well, let me ask you about, you don't have to um, do any of that, but let me know if you know about a, cu- a couple of them. Let me go to my library Your shows. So, because okay. um, it was a couple of them. Like there's one like the, the fortitude, you know, that one. The, uh, hold on just a second. Let me sit down here. You've got, uh, fortitude. Yeah, it's F-O-R-T. It's all caps and then it's attitude. So it's like attitude, but it's fortitude FW podcast. Okay. I will write that one down. Yeah. That one's, um, it's, um, like this last one they had, um, it was the guy, it was Matt Homan of Dickey's Arena, president and GM. Dickie's Arena president, and they've had on a Fort Worth police officer, double amputee, um, restaurant and chef Philippe Armetta, actor, singer, emergency room doctor Jack Max Slaughter. I have no idea. Um, Charlie Price, Dallas owner of Charlie and Company, former FBI deputy assistant. I mean, it's just state rep, District 90, Ramon Romero Jr. Nice. So, I mean, yeah, so that, that's fortitude, the Fort Worth podcast i didn't know if you knew that one Um, one of the things i want to say here i'm glad all these shows are getting guests back up and going like good guests Mm -hmm. uh we kind of we've hit a dry spell and it's kind of one of those things like me and matt have talked because of this resurgence of covid like we have seriously our last like four guests we've had to cancel because of covid and because they've either had it in their household or they've, they've been around someone in contact. Um, a lot of, uh, all four of them are musicians playing in the scene. Um, so your chances of going across it are, are a lot higher, but um, we've had to reschedule them all. And we've just kind of said, eh, screw it. Uh, I think we're going to have some guests this week on our show, the anniversary show. Yeah. But we're not going to be uh, booking again heavily until we get back from our new york trip all right so you also now i haven't listened to anthony sosa's interview show but i have listened to fort worth freedom review do you ever listen to that i've listened to both and i was a guest on as an artist so i appreciate you listening to the show no that's right you were but you were um didn't it go over into the fort worth freedom review it was so long that he split it in two things and he put it on weren't you on two different shows of his uh, yeah, it was it did so go, weird like that, right? It was so long. It, it did split because, well, we were having the regular interview, the as an artist uh, interview, and then he we ended it, and then I was like, hey, you know, we just started talking, just having regular conversations, and me and him talked a lot about um, different political, yeah, climate conversations. You know, we have those because. Uh, Sosa's a badass. He's so much fun to talk to about 
about things and to bounce ideas off of and, you know, try to get his opinion on things or try to get, um, like there was some stuff I didn't know and it happened to deal with the field he's in. So I was like, Hey man, you know, just fill me in on this and how this is going and what's going on with that. You know, how, how do you feel about it and what's really happening? And it turned into another 45 minute conversation that he just, just happened to be rolling on. It was like, Hey, if you don't mind, I'm going to cut that up and put it as the, uh, this month's freedom review too. I was like, okay, you know, if you want to, if, you know, yeah, it don't sound like too much of jackasses going back and forth. Sure, no, it was good. No, I remember listening but, to that one. That was a good one too. But yeah, and I when I say I don't listen to it, I mean I don't listen to it regularly. But I try to catch the because um, I don't have too many. Well, I don't have any local political podcast. That's the only one that I know of, and so I definitely try to check it out whenever he updates on that one. But then um, he does as an artist once a month. Okay. She tries to put one out like once a month. So, and it's really good. I mean, it's usually someone you really want to know about in the scene. I know. I need to get it's on good. there. I, I need to get on that one. Ian's got a couple, the one with his wife, and then he also has the CD's nuts. I know you've listened to that one. Which are both dead. That's another thing in my criteria. If you have okay, so a show so they have within to keep a month, going. okay, cool. You're dead. Yeah. Oh, well, then I better get this one out or I'm dead. So, <laughs> yeah. Little... So I've gone back and I've looked at the, uh, at the dates on these, like RoboTuner, he may not be talked about when I go through this review because oh, he hasn't put a show out. So, and you, yeah. Well, I'm, this one's going to be out. You're so, on the cost, so I'm right there. <laughs> yeah, this, okay, yeah. And then, um, have you listened to uh, to um, there's a podcast called. Uh, there's the 817 podcast. Have you listened to that one? I don't think I listened That's to that That's just one. what it's called. I just listened they to release it. it every Monday morning, and it's all local stuff. Local okay. news, local oh, that's good. politics, local scene stuff. Uh, I checked out Corks and Cowtown. That was pretty good. I listened to one of theirs. Corks and Cowtown. Is some, the one I would stay away from, though, is the Funky Panther. Those guys, I don't know about yeah. them. <laughs> well, I try to stay away from <laughs> anybody that gets the best podcast i don't i'm like oh well, i'm not listening to them they've already, just stop listening to them yeah, they're just they're, nah. they're already too cool they're they're the best no i got they're yeah. right at the top um you know like with fort worth roots you know like a, a couple of them i didn't mention because they were obvious that we listened to them um the yeah. only other one which i think i've talked about before and i've talked to you because you you guys were on there as um uncle toasty was the um the local obscene local obscene that yes. has to be the most unique show in town Seriously, that dude—he puts on a great show. That has to take a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot of production. Um, I like his I, show. He's another one. I want to get him in and talk about it. Like, I seriously want to get in just about all these podcasters that are popping up, or that have been doing shows for a while and are now doing it regularly, not just doing like, oh, here's ten shows, right? And I'm bored and I'm done. Or I do ten shows all at once and then. I don't put another one out for three months. You yeah. know, it's kind of, um, I want to get him in here cause his is wild. Yeah. His is wild. And his, his rants and what he does and going into different characters, if they are characters or whatever the hell is going on, it's insane. But I also kind of fear for my safety. Right. So <laughs> well, a lot of people go to him too. So, yeah, but you might not be heard of again. Well, awesome, man. No. Well, that, that's I'm bringing good. him into my domain where I have control of the room. Yeah, man, I just 
I just remember back in the day when it was just, it was me, you know, it was a Funky Town podcast, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre, there was Whiskey Boy Radio. Remember there was the Epic PodQuest. There was the Atypical podcast. I think which was, is now casually lit. Which is now They've casually, been casually lit. lit for years. Yeah. Um, then RoboTuner fired up. And then RoboTuner fired up. And that was, that was kind of our little... Oh, and then um, Aaron... Um, what were they called? Yeah, Off Radar. Off Radar. You know? Off Radar. With, a- with Aaron and Will. It's like that little time period where we were all kind of firing and, you know, whatever. That was, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. And that was, that was really good times. And it was... You know, I know that there was there had to be more going on around town. It's just we didn't know about it, and those are the ones that w- that we knew about. But now, man, it's like there's a ton. Like I guarantee you, you'll get your little list and you'll listen to all of them, and s- 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 somebody will go, "Oh, well, you missed this one and this one and this one." You know. Well, there's a there's so uh, many. When when we were at that meeting over there, um, I think it was after you had left. Uh, we were sitting there with Andrew. Uh, talking about um, the studio, the Lowtown uh, production studios over there on the um, northwest side of downtown, over there by Defender Outdoors in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a giant uh, production facility uh, that has some connections to some friends of ours uh, over there in Coffee Pop Films. But they built a couple of sound studios in there or recording, you know, audio recording studios that they're just using for podcasts now. Oh, nice. And people can rent them out and go up there, do their podcast, do whatever. Um, they're, and they do voiceover work in there too, but mainly the goal was for these studios they put in there was just for podcasting. So, yeah, we may see a whole bunch more pop up. Plus, the that hotel downtown, um, shit. Uh, the Sinclair mm-hmm. has a podcast studio in its lobby Weird. that looks out to the street of, I think that's like seventh street. That's cool. As it comes through downtown right there at seventh and main, you can go in there and use their podcast studio at that hotel. And it's like you're in a glass fishbowl. People walking up and down the street can look in there and see what you're doing. Dude, I wouldn't mind doing that once, at least one time. That'd be fun. It's a little small room, but I mean, at least it's, it's there. Mm-hmm. And it is a podcast studio, and that's what it's used for. And the people there that work there know it. Dude, I can it's go, like, okay. So I can go there. I got my little my little doohickey here with, with my phone plugged into it, and it's plugged into my laptop, and then a microphone and headphones. I can sit in that room by, by myself and call people and do a podcast. They have a microphone, headphones, and a mixer in there. Oh, okay. But can I plug my phone in and call people? Uh, I would probably use your mixer just so you can do, I don't know what that mixer was. And that's the thing is I don't know what the uh, recording media was. Cause it was just a mixer sitting there and I didn't see what it ran to. Maybe you just plug your computer into it and, you know, run off that mixer into your Dow or whatever. Yeah. But. but I was saying it'd be kind of fun to sit there by yourself and just do a podcast. So I'm like, why is this guy by himself? <laughs> yeah. So, why is everybody in the world calling me right now? Uh, yeah. All right, man. Two well, times. Cool. Two times. Well, happy new, happy nine years. And then you have thank five, you, thank you, thank 500 you. Five hundred episodes will be in October, the end of October towards Halloween, and uh, make sure that you celebrate it at Lola's, October twenty ninth. Yes. And it what, will be. That is the Saturday before Halloween, so I guess technically that will be Lola's. 
I'm sure Halloween leading party. in the Halloween extravaganza, you know, show up costumes, show up as your favorite yeah. uh, religious cult. So Halloween's and on a Monday. All dressed the same. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so that'll yeah, so. That, that'll definitely be the Halloween party. There's gonna be. I know the list of bands. We're waiting on one more to confirm, and if they confirm. It's going to be a four band banger that there probably hasn't been a lineup this diverse and this fun and this big in a while around here. Good. And And it's all the um, uh, thanks to the Me Thanks and those guys and uh, their record release. Be fun. It will be fun. Be a blast. Yeah, man. And, um, if anybody wants to call you, they can call you, not you, but the JJTM line. Yes, 682-593-JJTM. You can leave a message of congratulations or, or a, message, a message of anger, of hate, spite, yeah, love, like a, whatever. I sent a, a message about, yeah, anything. Uh, tell us how we ruined your life. Yeah. Tell us how we helped your life. It's all good. <laughs> Everything was going well. It's like a hundred thousand a year. Start listening to the Jerry Johnson massacre. Now I live on the street. Lost That's probably job, happened lost, somewhere. Lost my wife. That's why I never want to go to London. <laughs> find those people. Right on, man. Okay. Right across. Yeah, and then if you'll send me the that that track of the of the Uncle Toasty cover of the Me Thinks, I'll put it here at the end to close out the show. I think it'd be cool. Don't you tell me what to do, but okay, I'll do it. All right. And then, uh, all righty. All right, man. Well, tell Stubbs I said, suck it. Okay. I can do that. And be happy nine years. Thank so. you, sir. Happy nine years to you. Although you took three off. Yeah. It's like, off? I don't even know when my, my anniversary was November. I don't even know when I started back up. Honestly, I'd have to look and see. It's like, once you stop consecutively, then you're done. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I've been doing this since 2000 and whatever nine years is from ago, 2003 five what is it four mm. <laughs> four <laughs> yeah 1993 is when we started I'm all 2004 <laughs> <laughs> 2004 my daughter was born in 2004 that's 18 years ago so 2014 was, 2015 yeah was right there when it started yeah so but yeah but i'm not gonna be like i've been podcasting since 2014 because it's okay that's when i started but i i stopped for several years there so you know I can I can only be like I'm only on episode twelve or whatever. No, I don't think I'm gonna start over. I'm still on whatever episode I'm on. I just I've done three hundred and some odd in nine years instead of five hundred. Gotcha. So, so I'm a couple hundred behind. It'll all work its way out in the wash somehow. Yeah. So all right, man. We're all we're all God's children. Are you going to the 817 thing? Yes, I am. Cool. I'm going to shoot it. Are you? Awesome. I'm going to be there. Yeah. That, I'm going to shoot fun. it. I'm excited about it. It's got a, got a confirmation for um, shooting photos there. So I was like, hell yeah, this will be cool. I hope this turns into a regular thing. Yeah, I think that's neat. I think I was like, why haven't they done this before? This is like a, such I don't a, know. a great idea. August 17th, Fort Worth Day, 817 Day. Let's have some Fort Worth bands and have a party, you know? Hell it's yeah, it's gonna be cool. So and I played, so. I, I played the the Grant song Skydive. It's really really cool. And so I'm gonna check out the um, Avery and uh, Ben C Jones next. I think on the next show, you know, try to get some of those in there before. 
play some of their music. Awesome. It's, it's good. And, you know, we all love the cutthroat finches. And so I think that's going to be a lot of fun. It's family friendly, so I'm going to take the kids with me. That's cool. So we'll, we'll definitely see you there. And then I'll, I'll see you this next weekend helping Susie. Heck yeah. All right, man. All righty. Well, you take it easy and have a fun week. All right, man. I'm going to try. I'll do my best. You do Alrighty. the same. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. All right, later. Bye. I wanted him to hang up first, and he didn't hang up first. So I had to hang up first. All right. I'm going to see if he sends over that um, Me Think song. And if he does, we will. He will. So coming up next, this is going to be. Uncle Toasty doing loud and sucky by the me thinks. <laughs>